This is Miller's Edge on Tide Edge with Christian Miller, two-time national champion and team captain for the Alabama Crimson Tide and former Carolina Panther and his father, Corey Miller, the pastor of pain, a nine-year NFL veteran with the New York Giants and University of South Carolina Hall of Famer. This is the Miller's Edge. Make my wish come true. You know that all I want for Christmas is you. I won't ask for much this Christmas. I won't even wish for snow. No, I'm just gonna keep on waiting underneath mistletoe. There's no sense in hanging stockings. Well, folks, you heard it. It's almost that time. It's almost Christmas time. We're now in December. But first, we've got an even better gift. Well, not a better gift. You know, Christmas is, you know, the Lord's holiday. So we'll leave that there. But we've got a big gift coming up, and it's coming tomorrow. And that is we're only one day away from the matchup we've all been waiting for, Alabama Set to join us, not set to join, I'm reading my phone. Set to take on Georgia tomorrow in the SEC championship game in Atlanta. We want your score predictions. Again, the number is 205-342-9904. What say you? How do you think this game is going to go? I'm looking forward to it. We all know it's going to be a good matchup. It's Georgia. The Bulldogs uh, haven't lost in 29 games or so. I know that doesn't matter. Uh, let's just throw that out there. It doesn't matter, but... Got to respect your opponent, but it's always fun to play Georgia. When you look at um, Georgia, I mean, look, it's a great team. They're coached by Kirby Smart, somebody we're very familiar with. You know, a guy that spent a lot of time here under Coach Saban. A lot of people say these programs mirror each other, in which they do. Um, but I think it's going to be a good one. I like Alabama's odds. Definitely going to be excited about uh, the matchup, seeing what Alabama can do. And uh, speaking of gifts, I think we have another gift. I think we have another gift on the phone lines right now. Joining us? Nope. Do we not have him yet? Oh, we're still waiting on him. My bad. <laughs> okay. I got you. No, my bad. Um, we will have one shortly, though. I think my dad will be trying to join us here soon if we can get him set up, which is nice. He's not going to be here in studio just yet. Still still getting him back to full strength, getting him healthy, but he's in good hands right now. But he will be joining us uh, when he can, either from the phone or clean feed. So looking forward to that. But um, spent some time yesterday uh, doing the SEC pregame show, um, and it Typically is, you know, the Hey Coach show, but was titled the SEC preview show or the pregame show. I can't remember, um, but it was a great time. Went over to Bomb Howard's Victory Grill uh, last night and was joined, uh, you know, was, you know, a guest there with Eli Gold, my producer Tom Stipe. Um, Coach Saban followed it up and just a really good, really good time there last night. Got to preview some of these, um, some of these thoughts and these keys on this matchup. Kind of, just, you know, put a bow on this regular season, just how impressed we've been with um, Alabama, the progression that has been made, um, so much progress with this football team, so much growth. You know, some guys that were highlighted. Um, you know, we talked about Dallas Turner being, um, you know, I think he's a finalist or semifinalist for the Bedneric Award. Uh, guys that have won that, uh, Jonathan Allen in the past. I think Will Anderson also as well. So definitely nice to have some more faces um, being recognized. Um, Caden Proctor was recognized. I can't remember exactly which award it was for, but. Definitely cool to say his name um, and, and give him some recognition because, again, a guy that was a, a very young player and guy that, you know, went through some growing pains early on, you know, definitely received some criticism uh, just because he's, he was still trying to figure things out. But to, to see um, his growth and maturity at that left tackle position, which is not easy by any means, 
um, is awesome. You know, again, this offensive line, one of the most improved, if not the most improved spots on this football team, a, team, uh, a group that gave up over 30-something sacks in the first half of the season, uh, was probably, you know, last or one of the last, you know, teams uh, statistically in sacks given up, has now only given up, I think, about four in the last handful of games and have been playing uh, extremely well, been a lot more dominant at the point of attack. Um, so a lot of progress that's been made there. We highlighted that, but... You know, looking at this SEC championship game matchup, um, definitely, definitely going to be a good one, right? You're talking about, um, two heavyweight teams, arguably two of the best teams in the country, regardless of what the CFP committee says or thinks. Um, you know, you look at Georgia, a lot of people say their defense isn't as dominant as it has been. That might be true to an extent, but they're still a really good defense. They still come in, um, ranking, I think around number nine or so in total defense. Um, unless they're top 10 total defense, right? They, they might, might be struggling a little bit more with the run. They've given up, you know, some, some chunk yardage throughout the season, but nonetheless, they're a really talented group, you know, have a really talented secondary. Um, so it's going to be a big challenge for our offense, but I think where we have an advantage there is you look at Jalen Milrow, his skill set, his ability to use his legs and athleticism to make plays. Uh, I truly believe that he's going to be an impact player in this game. We got speed on the edges with, Guys like Isaiah Bond and uh, Jermaine Burden, I think those guys can have a big game as well, taking the top off the defense. Um, but it starts up front. I think we need to get our running game going, definitely incorporate Jalen Milrow. Georgia struggles uh, with their rushing defense on the perimeter, specifically the zone read plays and give them challenges. So I think, um, you know, we haven't ran too much of it, but I definitely, we obviously have the ability to run it with a guy like Jalen Milrow. So I see that happening, especially given the news that I've been seeing. I don't know if this is confirmed yet, but it seems uh, that Jace McClellan is going to be out for this championship game. Luckily, we got a stable of running backs, uh, Roydell Williams, Jam, Miller, you know, Justice Haynes, those guys will definitely pick up the load. But um, I think that's even more of a reason for you to include Jalen Milrow in this game plan. Defensively, um, you get, first and foremost, you're going to have to stop the run. Georgia's going to look at the tape from last week. They're going to see how Auburn was able to run the football effectively. They're going to test you, right? They're going to, they're going to be physical up front. They're going to try to impose your will. They like to run in between the tackles. Um, they're going to try to they're going to try to run the football on you first and foremost. But you got to respect a guy like um, Carson Beck. You know, he's got 11 games of at least 250 plus passing yards. So he's a solid quarterback. Obviously, you know, he gets some help from his tight end, you know, arguably the best tight end in the country. Brock Bowers and you got Ladd McConkie on the outside. So he's got some weapons. Um, so it's going to be a good challenge. But I think a matchup I'm looking at is how our defensive line and edge rushers can, you know, affect the quarterback. You know, Georgia's only given up, I think. But Beck's only been sacked around 10 times or so from what I saw. So it's going to be a challenge. And our, our defensive line, I think they can have a big impact on this game. You know, if they stop the run, they earn the right to rush. That's what we always say. You got to earn the right to rush. And when you do, you got to affect the quarterback. You got to, you got to make him uncomfortable. You got to force air throws. Because we've seen that when Georgia does turn the football over, if you look at the Auburn game, Tennessee game, it gives you a chance, right? And that's the other thing. Turnovers are going to be big in this game. You look at championship games and big time games. You got to limit big plays. You got to have big plays. You got to limit turnovers. You got to force turnovers. It always comes down to those critical moments. And I think that's what we're going to see a lot of. So that's kind of my little initial preview. I'll talk a little bit more. Just kind of got carried away, but we've got two checks again joining us. He's here now. DJ two checks also known as. <laughs> Corey Miller Jr. or CJ. And I think we also have my dad on the phone lines now tuning in uh, from his uh, his little hospital bed that he, I know he's ready to get up out of there. It's probably not the most comfortable thing. But do we have you, uh, Dad? Are you, are you on the phone lines? Yes, I'm here. There I'm he here. Is. I'm talking to him. Oh, good deal. I was just talking. Just an update from the nurse. Oh, okay. Well, don't don't take care of business first. Take care of business no, first. Okay. He just left. <laughs> Um, but I'm good. I'm um, I'm here. Just finished up another CT scan and I'm um, checking out everything out heart and, and blood vessels and all that stuff. So I think I'm on the the, the ladder end, getting out of here. Praise the Lord. So that's right. Uh, been pretty pretty hard four days, but I'm I'm rolling. That's right. You're gonna be rolling up soon, and then just keep rolling up out of there soon. Don't, don't. I did not mean rolling up like some some extracurricular stuff. <laughs> rolling up out of there soon, but. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, bad news is they doctors told me I need to cut the cigars out. So no. I, I thought maybe y'all called him and put. I, I just I got I feel like there's some 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 mess with this whole thing. I'm like he didn't even know I smoked cigars. 
I, I haven't spoke. I haven't spoke to anything anybody about that. But I mean, you know, you are very vocal about <laughs> you enjoying a nice dog here and there. And, and I, I know that's probably tough to hear, but you know, it's probably for the better. And then we'll we'll work through it. We'll figure it out. We'll help you out. But nonetheless, you know, health is most important, and, and that's what we're focused on right my now. Black mild, I guess. That's <laughs> my black and mild. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll, look. There's all type of alternative things nowadays. You know, I, I used to chew tobacco for a long time, and now there's there's alternatives that are no nicotine, no tobacco at all. And I'll be honest, I just order one for fun. I don't even use them half the time, but order one for fun. And I mean, it it, it was as close as uh, I could find to to a, a dipping alternative. So I mean, we'll we'll figure that out. We'll work through that, but. Again, health is most important. Glad to have you on the phone lines. I know everybody misses you. Yeah, let's, um, let's get you out of there first before we start worrying about the yeah, cigars. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll figure that out first. But everybody missed you. They, they were uh, asking about you yesterday. Everybody keeps asking. The show's definitely a lot, lot more boring when I'm just in here running my mouth. But luckily, we've got CJ hanging out, and, and then now you're on the phone lines. <laughs> With yeah, that, CJ, scared of George. I, mean, I we were listening. I yeah. listened to the whole show. I just I heard of Ellis. Was asking me about something, but then, I've been, of course, I'm here every five to ten minutes. I'm getting somebody in the room, but but uh, <laughs> just a shout out to uh, DCH. I know we spent a lot of time in here in months past, but now I'm here. Um, it's kind of unfortunate, but they have been uh, amazing. Uh, the treatment that I received has been just amazing, and how um, they take care of me and uh, in every phase. So I want to shout DCH out the hospital up here taking great care of me. So. Absolutely. Uh, they, they just want to make sure that I'm good and, you know, before I get back home and that type of thing. But it's just uh, um, been a blessing. Yeah, it's a blessing in the sky, to be honest with you. So it's all good. I'm glad I got enough strength left to get up and talk some sports. So I'm like, man, I got to get out of here before the Georgia football game. So. <laughs> That's right. Well, I mean, you know, worst case, we, we'll, I mean, we got a nice TV at the house, so I'm, we'll figure something out. But with that being said, talking about the game, talking about- I, I know, um, you know, I, I Offered some thoughts initially. I probably got some some more written down. And dive into it, but um, we already got people lined up on the phone lines. It's been fun getting to go out to the phone lines a lot uh, the past couple of days, just because it's just me on here. So I've been you know utilizing the phone lines. It's been really fun having everybody joining and offer offer their thoughts. So appreciate everybody hanging out with me and keeping me company while we're nursing the pastor of pain back. But before we get to the phone lines soon, you any you got any initial thoughts on this matchup? Kind of what you're expecting in this ball game. No, no doubt. I mean, it's just one I was watching ESPN sitting here. Um, you know, it's going to be – it's the playoff game. That's what it is. I mean, they, they get a chance to to play in a playoff game before the official playoff starts. That's what it is. And, you know, really, I would say you get in the, the playoff or national championship atmosphere because that's what it's going to be like. The winner, the winner is in. The loser is out. Alabama control their own destiny. They're playing the number one team in the country. They've won 29 games in a row. There's no way in Hades that they're going to keep Alabama out, right? And I'm not so sure they're going to keep Georgia out because that's just one loss of a very good football team. So um, I'm looking forward to this game, and I think it's a game. I went back and saw some tape. It's Georgia's running game. They do like to run the counter. They do like to run the, the OS and OH where they block down, pull a guard, tackle tight end. Those guys will kick out the tactics the gap. That's the big running part of their game. We got to be better because we struggled with that last week against Auburn. So we got to be better, uh, stopping the run. Um, offensive line has been very solid. If you look at the stats, it shows that they've been pretty dominant up front. They don't give up a lot of sacks, but I think that's going to change this week. I think Alabama will have a chance to beat those tackles if they can get them in third and long. Cause that's the key. You got to be good on first down, good on second down and get them in third and long and be able to rush the passer. But, but we know the weapons that they got. That's all good. I feel good about the secondary of Alabama. I think they can definitely, um, you know, can definitely handle that situation. The flip side is, what would his offense do? I think Alabama would be fine defensively. My biggest concern is how good would Tommy Reese and this offense be? Because I don't think, I heard you mention that the defense of Georgia is not as good as the last couple of years. That's true to a degree. But they still got a bunch of young guys that fly around and make big plays. So, um, being that Jason McClellan is going to be out of this ball game, I think that now you get a chance to see more of Jam Miller. You get, you know, you get Jesse more of number five, Justice Haynes. You get to see now Plepto, those backs have been sitting back all year long. They've got a chance to now, uh, show what they can do. I think the tight end is going to be a very important, uh, role in this game. 
I think they'll have a chance to make some plays against the linebackers of Georgia. And I think, again, I said yesterday, Burton, to me, this is a game that he's been waiting to play, transferred from Georgia. Um, I think he's been playing lights out, a favorite receiver of, of uh, Jalen Monroe. So I think that, that he'll be ready to go. We're going to see some connections there. But um, it's going to be a fun game. But bottom line is, it's a playoff game. The winner, sure, it's very, very sure is in the playoffs. So that's what Alabama, the stake they're in. They ask me, they've asked them all year long to take it one week at a time. They have done just that, right? They, they didn't look forward to weeks ahead. They just played one game at a time. They got better each week. They had a little bit of layoff against Auburn, but they still found a way to win. And now, based on what happened last week, I think they're being very cautious about playing and needing to play fast and, and with great intensity because Georgia will be fired up. Um, and it's going to be good. It's just the student versus the people. Once again, Kirby versus Nick Saban. And this time we're hoping that Coach Saban can pull this one out. This will be huge. If they win this game tomorrow afternoon, I believe the game is about 4 o'clock, it will be huge. It will be a huge season for Alabama. I would say that Nick Saban should be coach of the year based on what he's done with the players that he has had this uh, 2023 season. Yeah, I can't argue that. And, and to your point, you mentioned Tommy Reese being – um, having an impact in this game. I agree with you. And the reason I say this, this is one of those games where, look, we're familiar with them. They're familiar with us. Um, I think this is a, a perfect opportunity. You said it. I mean, we match up with them, obviously, from an athletic standpoint. I think it's going to be a big game for the coaches, man. I think we have an opportunity to, to out-scheme these guys. I mean, and to be fair, if you watch George and some of these other games, like there's times where they'll go down early on in the game, and then they they – they scheme up a nice play. Is it Mike Bobo? Is that their coordinator now? He does a nice job of scheming up a play, you know, where it's like they fake the toss and they get somebody way behind the, the you know, the, the DB sellout for the run. They get a receiver behind and then they, they sneak in a touchdown. They do a nice job. Georgia does a nice job of finding ways to scheme up plays to kind of get some momentum to, to take a shot or to, to open something up for them. Right. And so I think this is an opportunity to Tommy Reese to showcase that. Right. I mean, and you said it. I mean, this is a playoff game. You've got to win this game. I think that now's the time to sell out, right? If you're going to run Milrow, run the heck out of Milrow, right? Like, you know, you got to go all in in this game. So I'll be looking forward to that because I think that is going to be huge um, in this ball game. Oh, sorry. I thought you were saying That's a good point about Milrow. I didn't mention that. I think, you know, he could be an X factor as far as the run game. So they'll they'll probably jam up the middle because Alabama's not an outside running team. They're inside the tackle run team. But they've had great uh, – Big success on the outside, you know, having those big time plays when Miro gets creased and he's gone. So I think you're going to see some quarterback run. You know, Kirby's definitely going to be having a spy on him. Uh, I think 30, their linebacker, is a freshman pretty fast. I think he'll be a guy that spies on him a lot. So again, it's a chess game. That's where the coordinators got to play chess because Kirby understands it. He understands how to defend, you know, and not, not wanting to give up chunk plays and everything. So it's going to be a chess game. Between Tommy Reese and the defense coordinator George, I forgot his name, but um, they've been pretty solid. But Nick Saban knows what they do as well. That's the other thing. So both teams understand each other, what they do, what they're about, what kind of plays they like to run, what they do in the red zone to, you know, offensively first and fifteen, first and 10, whatever it is. Both teams know each other very well. But I think the Tide is just a great matchup for Alabama. If they don't do anything stupid, like turn the ball over and get them easy points. Alabama's going to win this game. Alabama is a better football team, top to bottom, has better talent, but they're going to have to showcase it on the field. No doubt. Yeah, and then I, last thing I'll say before we you know, open up next segment, go, go ahead and start taking some calls. I would not be surprised if Georgia brings some heat, right? I, I, I just have a feeling they might try to force the issue. I know, you know, you think of, you know, a dual threat quarterback, you want to spy on, but uh, the other thing is you look at the game plan against Jaden Daniels. We had to quote unquote spy first half. We saw all that win. Then you look what happens when you start bringing pressure and you, you force the issue. Um, and I think it's going to be critical if they do decide to bring that heat and force the issue. Uh, hopefully we don't revert to our old ways and, and, you know, kind of break down in our protection. And I'm not speaking that that's just something that from a football standpoint, something you got to look out for. I'm just giving that, uh, giving a key to look out for in this ball game because I think that could uh, be a factor. With that being said, we got to take a quick timeout. Then we're going to go to the phone lines, get your score predictions, get your thoughts on this game, the SEC matchup in Atlanta between Alabama and Georgia. You're listening to the Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC. We are presented by the Good Feet Store 
America's art support experts. And I want to remind you before we go to break about our good friends over at Spine and Sport Chiropractic. If you need to get adjusted, you need to get feeling brand new, you need to get your neck cracked, your back cracked, head on over to Spine and Sport Chiropractic. You'll be, you'll be feeling amazing. Uh, me and my brother went over there earlier this week and, and gosh, man, I feel so much better. He got the cuffing done on his back. They've got the water beds. They got everything. If you need just to, to, a reset on your body, go check those guys out. They're in the heart of West Alabama. Contact Dr. Brian McDonald and his team at Spine and Sport Chiropractic today uh, to go get reset and go get that chiropractor work, man. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed. That being said, we're going to take a quick timeout. We'll be right back on the Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC. Hey, Crimson Tide fans, if you have an our home base right here in Birmingham, Alabama, we are here treating patients from every generation across the United States and from around the world. As respected industry leaders, we are here working hard for you in an effort to provide you with excellence in sports medicine, excellence in research and education, and excellence in sports injury prevention. We are here for you, aggressively pursuing victory over injury. Learn more at andrewsportsmedicine.com. Join the diver. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The sky mostly cloudy this afternoon and tonight. Just a few isolated showers around. The high today, 66. The low tonight, 61. Tomorrow, rain and a few thunderstorms likely, especially during the morning hours. The high, 69. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 61 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Christmas edition of the Miller's Edge. No, I'm just playing. No, it is, it is time for the, that Christmas spirit. We are in December. December. Is, we're in December. Noah, do you put up Christmas lights? Uh, our whole, my whole apartment is decked out. We got like two Christmas trees in there. Wow. Yeah, that doesn't shock me, man. You had the music ready. Two Christmas <laughs> trees? Wow. <laughs> he's, he's filled with. Two, two Christmas trees. We got like a big one and then we got like a little Charlie Brown one. Oh, nice. nice. That's cool. Yeah, I need to, I need to get all my stuff uh, set up. It's just we've had, had a long week, but we're going to get there. I, I like Christmas time. It's always exciting. And I'm born and raised down south, obviously, it's not like we're expecting snow or anything. But I love seeing, like, all the Christmas lights and, and stuff in the neighborhood. It's always fun. But with that being said, SEC Championship game is tomorrow. We want your score predictions. We want your thoughts. We want your keys to the game. If you get score right, maybe I'll give you a Miller's Edge hat, shirt. You name it. Or something cool. Y'all y'all tell me what you want. But that being said, let's head to the phone lines. I think my dad had to uh, head out for a little bit, so he's not on here. Just me and two checks. But we're going to you. Let's start with Tommy and Romulus. My guy, Tommy. How are you this morning? Welcome into the Miller's Edge. I'm great. I'm glad your father's doing better. I've been gone for a few days. I didn't know he was in the hospital. I hate to hear that. I'm glad he's doing much better. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah, like I said, I think he had to step out for a minute, but I'll, I'll make sure I tell him. Tommy from Romulus is his main man. Uh, Call to check on him, and, uh, yeah, I'll pass it along. I appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. The keys to Namoy is very simple. Just focus on Namoy. Yep. You can't control nothing else. Can't worry about the committee. Go win the game. Whatever happens, you win the game. If the chips don't fall, hey, we've done our best. And we improve, we grow. And I can't say this has been a terrible season if that happened. But I believe we beat Georgia. We're going to get in. Yep. But I've seen politics played in sports and everything else. So I have a, a little doubt sometimes. Yeah, no, and I, I understand. Well, when you're dealing with a committee like this one, Tommy, I, I understand because, truthfully, I'm I'm the same way. Like I think if we win tomorrow, we're in. Uh, but unfortunately, that that little slight doubt is creeping in sometimes, just because I just see where we're at, where they've had us at um, each week since the rankings came out, and it's, you know we we, we definitely are probably going to need some things to happen. Well, I guess starting tonight, you've got uh, the Pac-12 championship tonight. So I'll be watching that, tune into that, and you know some things probably will need to happen. But you're right, Tommy. You got you got to focus on this game because uh, first and foremost, you got to win this game. And 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 here's the thing, like you said, I mean, even if you win this game, win this game, and and for whatever reason things don't work out, man, you're an SEC champion. That's a hell of an accomplishment, right? That's a big deal. Matter of fact, like last night, I had my SEC championship for my senior year when we beat Georgia um, when I was up there at Baumhauer's and. 
um, man, I mean, it's it's, it's a, a huge accomplishment. The ring is nice. I mean, in, in I know sometimes we get lost in all the national championships, but being an SEC championship, excuse me, SEC champion is a big deal. And uh, you're right, and the rest will, will work itself out. But we got to we got to start there. But uh, what's your score prediction, Tommy? Oh, I'm gonna go with a simple one. Uh, Thirty-one to twenty-seven, Alabama. I like that. That's right around where I'm at too. I think I was going to go like 31-28 or like 34-31. I'll sit on it a few more minutes, but I'm, I'm right in that ballpark. You, you have any idea on who you think might be a, like player of the game in this in this one? It's going to have to be the offensive line of Millers. They're going to have to bring the no mistake. I mean, good play, smart football. That's right. you, you, you made the point beginning of the show. How the offensive line in like the first five games had 30 sacks. Yep. And the last six or seven, I think we only had about nine. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the exact number is. To me, that is a heck of a lot of improvement. And the offensive line coach don't get enough credit for making that improvement. That's a good point. That's actually a really good point. You know, we, we haven't heard too much about Wolf. We have gave the offensive line credit, but we haven't necessarily gave Coach Wolf his credit and he deserves it and a lot of people in that clip i don't know if you saw there was a clip of of a a coach talking to Jalen Milrow before we went back on the field for that fourth and 31 and a lot of people like hey who's this guy who's this guy well indeed that was coach wolf the offensive line coach so give give him some credit for his his motivational skills as well because he was the one speaking to Milrow before they went out on that last play so shout out to coach wolf for the job that he's done this season and, and getting his guys uh, playing much better, and uh, like I said earlier, I think they're the most improved bunch on this team right now. Yes, he is. I mean, and the defense has got to play smart football. No stupid penalties. Yep. When we have them on third down, long, don't give them a first down. Don't hit the quarterback. Just play smart football. No and doubt. Football. No doubt. Well, Tommy, we um, appreciate you. you said, so you got thirty-one. Make sure I got this right. You got thirty-one twenty-seven. Yes. All right. And once again, I'm glad your father's better. Hi. Absolutely. Have a great weekend. Roll Tide. Yes, sir. Thank you, Tommy. Roll Tide. 31-27 for Tommy. I like that. It's right around. Like, I think this morning I was finally set on, uh, I think I was going to go 34-31. So I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to go 34-31, but it's right around that ballpark. All right, let's You're see. Yes. Uh, Noah. What kind of question <laughs> is that? This time, a lot of the people, I'm collecting all the score predictions. A lot of people are going, George. I'm not a lot of people, first of all. Well, and shame this, on, on them. this radio station. People are picking Georgia. Yeah, it's it's embarrassing, man. Oh wow. We'd, I don't even want to hear the name. It's embarrassing, man. Look, look. Wow. I, and, I, and I'm not saying they need to be biased, but I'm like, come on, man. Like, really? It is what it I is. Mean, even if I thought that, I'd probably just <laughs> stay silent. I feel like they're standing on business, as they say. All right, let's yeah. go to Brady in Tuscaloosa. Brady, what's going on this morning, man? Brady, are you there? Maybe not. I'll check on it. Well, once, twice, sold to the next caller. Brady, circle back if you will, if you'd like. We'll get you back when we can. TK, you're up on the Miller's Edge. Hey, how y'all doing today? Doing good, man. Doing how are good. you? Now you know I called this game a month ago when I told y'all Alabama's going to win. They're not going to lose another game. That's fair. That's and fair. And if that fourth and thirty-one don't tell you that, then what will? <laughs> That's true. That's true. They they definitely they pulled that one out of a hat for sure. This uh this they just they destined. They're gonna win the championship. And, I, and when they win, they're gonna get in the playoff. I'm not even concerned about that. There ain't no way they're gonna leave Alabama out. Not they, even they, a little bit. Yeah. Not even a little not concerned. No, no concern whatsoever. I like it. So do you have do you have a final four teams that you think might be so you got Alabama for sure once they win so that's that's one do you have three other teams that you might think uh, will be in there with them TK did we lose you hello hey can you hear us TK yes yes go here I said do you have do you have the other three teams that you believe might be in there with Alabama? You got Alabama making it, so that's one of the four teams. There's three others. Do you have any idea or any guesses who you think might be the other three teams? I'm going to give you the other three teams, but I also want to say this. You know Georgia's going to lose because they're already politicking to get back in if they do lose. <laughs> 
<laughs> you sure about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure about that. They're already poly- I live in Georgia. They're already politicking to get back to I mean, to to be fair, I mean, I'll be honest. I'm struggling with that too. Where once we beat them, I, I do feel like they are still deserving of being a top four team. Uh, to be I, fair, I agree with you. I don't doubt that. If I had to put the top four teams, I would say Alabama, Georgia, Michigan. Yep. And I would put Texas in over Oregon. Okay, so you got Texas over Oregon. Yeah, I mean. Texas technically would have a probably a better resume than than Oregon. Uh, they, they, it is that is tough though. But yeah, I, I, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty much in agreement with that. That's fair. That's fair. Well, you got a score prediction for us, TK, for tomorrow's SEC championship game? Well, I don't have a exact score, but I, like I said before, they're gonna win by double. Digits. No, so you got double digits. They're gonna win by double digits. Man, I hope I hope you're right, man. I, I would love that. That definitely, you talk about uh, putting it on your resume, beating Georgia by double digits in Atlanta SEC Championship game. Uh, I don't know how you deny a team in the playoffs if you do that. So I love it. I'll take that. We'll mark playoffs. that down. We'll talk about playoffs? <laughs> exactly. But, but, but when you look at that winning streak, it's a little suspect, but, considering who they played. Well, that and uh, in the I mean, last three years, that, no, for I'm sure, just saying. no, for sure, and that, that and when you watch some of these games, and and you got to give them credit, they they still find a way to finish, but well, it's not playing like, devil's I, advocate. They could say the same thing about Alabama, though, too. Not playing other teams, though. We play people. No, I mean playing people, but I mean just also not finding always. a way to finish. Yeah, that's fair. Some no. of these games, we don't look, you know, our best either. Well, so. that, yeah, that's fair. That's football. No, I agree with that. But what I was saying was, to be fair, they, they do find a way to finish games. And I'll say, like, I mean, you, you watch them in the handful of games they played this year, right? They didn't necessarily look like a dominant team. It no. wasn't really until, you know, late in the third quarter or sometimes it's the fourth quarter. Right. They kind of found a way. Uh, but nonetheless, a win is a win. Yeah, and and yeah. I, I, to your point, I get what you're saying. I mean, there's times where we play close games and probably shouldn't have been. But again, that's, that's football, though. But still, but when it mattered, though, when we got on the big stage, we did we did handle business and we did look like that team. So that, that that's that is an argument in favor of Georgia, though. When sometimes people try to discredit them, you you they struggled last year. I saw this earlier. They struggled last year in a couple games where they had to really pull something out of a hat to win against a team they probably shouldn't have been. And then they go in the championship game and they beat TCU 60-something to whatever. <laughs> so. I, yeah, I would just be very hesitant big, using that big, as an argument because that's the last thing. I, I think after last week, we, we should have learned this. probably the last thing we should go into a game thinking. But a big factor is that now that they're going to be going to no uh, conference, that Georgia is going to have to play some of the big boys in the SEC instead of the, the weaker sisters in the SEC. Exactly. I agree with that. Yeah, on, a they, consi- they on a consistent basis instead of key and death. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. I, honestly, I, I think the, the expansion of the playoff will help because a lot of these SEC teams now are all going to go into the playoffs, you know, not unscathed like we have been the last couple of years. I mean, Alabama, Georgia, you know, even Texas and Oklahoma. I mean, there's the, the, Ole Miss, who the last couple of years only have had just a pair of losses. Uh, they, they'll probably finally get a shot because they're sitting at, was it, like 11 right now? Yep. So, yeah, it, it is kind of cool to see the, the 12-team expansion. I think that will be good. But, uh, TK, I don't know if you saw Alabama's 2024 schedule, but uh, clearly this, it's not one for the week either, right? I mean, they've got – they go to Wisconsin. They face Georgia the following week. Then they go to Tennessee. Then they go to LSU after the bye week. Uh They'll face Mercer, but after that, they go to Oklahoma, then come back home to face Auburn, then face Missouri. Who, they have iron sharp and iron, right? Yeah, that's what they say, but I'm not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, TK. Hey, to be the best, you got to play the best. That's yeah. all I got to no, say. No, that's true. All right. Young, Wait, I might, have, know, I might have had that wrong. It says, when it says uh, Missouri, that might be later on. Maybe I'm, I'm counting that wrong, but this is what I pulled up. But no, you're right. Uh, trust me, I understand it. I, I've been there, done that, I lived it. <laughs> You got David Pollack saying that Missouri is the second best team in the whole conference. Well, we also we, David, David, David Pollack. Pollack we, we we all know his yeah. shenanigans. I mean, he <laughs> sat on that same stage and said, as Coach Saban, and said that Georgia's the new standard or whatever he said. Which, look, I look, I understand they're playing really good football. They're 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 doing some really good things. Uh, but to make it seem like what they're doing is unprecedented. Now, if they 
if they accomplish a three P, which I don't see happening, then we can maybe talk about that. I'll be I'm I'm not gonna be biased in that regard. If they do a three P, then then maybe his argument sounds a little bit better. Even, but even with a three P, three years as opposed to I get it, ten years. No, I know. Listen, I'm I'm with you on that, but I said I'll entertain the argument. If you go for a three P, like you have to respect that. Absolutely, we we easily could have. Yeah, we could have, and we should have. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, but but as you had to name one, the boogie man of college football, who would it be? Alabama. Exactly. I like that. The so Georgia, Georgia Mountain Wear. Sure, so like Georgia Mountain Wear, get ready for it, right? I love that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love that. That'd be a great T-shirt. Put a little and, Michael Myers and, picture and, on there. And, so that's dope. And that's Georgia Boogeyman, Alabama. I like that. Yeah, that's true. TK, man, we appreciate it, man. Really good stuff, man. Glad you got to uh, hang out with us and uh, appreciate you calling in. Okay, thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Man, good stuff, man. Yeah, no, I mean, but do you get what I'm saying though? Like, listen, if if a team does a three peep, you got to respect. I mean, that that hasn't done, been done in like modern era college football. If no, I'm not I mean, I mean, I, I think there was something way back in the 1900s or something. No, you respect it. <laughs> I, would, I think just as easily. I mean, like like we said, Alabama. No, to me, I get what you're saying. Decade plus overrides just uh, several years. Million percent. But what I'm saying is, you, st- you look. I, I'm just, I'm just not also trying to sit here and be that that guy that's just biased. I clearly, right. I'm not just saying. Oh man, if they get a three P, they're the king of college football. I'm not just, saying that. Just like he said, their schedule too. I mean, that plays into it. So you know, it I, does, I'll take it, the decade of dominance over the three years. That's just me personally. I and I'm agreeing with you. But what I'm saying is, you got. I give credit where credit is due. And I'm just saying, from experience, a three P is is extremely hard. Hell. When I was here, we should have had a, a four peat. Right. No, maybe we, should, we shouldn't have lost. Maybe we percent. shouldn't have lost oh, to Tampa percent. in 2016 because my first one I won was in 2015. Yep. Right. In Arizona, we beat Clemson. Yep. Second one, we faced Clemson again in, uh, in Tampa. We lost. We shouldn't have. We lost the last second on that, that pick play by Hunter Renfro. Yep. Right. Bo Scarborough broke his leg. Yep. You know, the second half just kind of, we, we, we should have won that game. Percent. We won in 2017 against Georgia, second and 26. So that would have been a three-peat right there. That's what I'm saying. Right. No, so I hear what you're saying, but what I'm saying is, but at the same time, we didn't get it done. True. I mean, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just a realist. No excuse, you know, there's no excuses. There's no excuses. You know, we should have won, it, that we won in Tampa, and that should have been a three-peat. Right. And then uh, my senior year, I don't even want to talk about it. I pulled my hamstring or tore my hamstring, couldn't play, but... No excuses. Well, here this. We got our butt kicked in San Francisco by going out on this note. We hear this. Speaking of giving credit where credit is due, I think they owe a lot of their success and credit to Alabama. Coach Saban. Who, Georgia? Yeah. That three-peat, if you will, or all the success they've had the last couple years. I mean, that's baby Alabama over there. So, (laughs) Baby Alabama. That's quite a nickname. All right, we got to take a quick timeout. And again, phone calls the rest of the way. We want your score predictions. We want your keys. We want your thoughts to this Alabama-Georgia SEC championship matchup. If Alabama, when Alabama wins, are they locked for the playoffs? We'll talk about that and more on the last break. You're listening to the Miller's Edge right here on Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC. We are presented by the Good Feet Store, America's art support experts. But don't forget about Alumni Hall. If you need some gear to go to the SEC championship game, you need a hoodie, you need a jacket, a hat, a polo, you name it, anything Alabama-related, officially licensed Head on over to Alumni Hall. It's a Midtown Village right here in Tuscaloosa. Hit them up right before you head to Atlanta today, or you can always go to alumnihall.com and order anything you like on there. They've got the best deals on Alabama gear, so check them out. Alumni Hall uh, in Midtown Village or alumnihall.com where the ultimate Crimson Tide fan shop. Taking a quick time out, and we'll be right back. Alabama, Georgia. 10, 5, touchdown, Alabama. It's the SEC Championship live from Atlanta, Georgia. Let's get out of here again. Alabama wins it. Cheer on the Tide this Saturday as the Crimson Tide look to get revenge on the Bulldogs. Our coverage starts at noon from Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. On your home for Alabama football. Brought to you by Birmingham Racecourse. BirminghamRacecourse.com. You can be a winner, too. Hey, good morning. Almost good afternoon. Not the prettiest day, but I know you're hungry. And I know you need a cold beer or a glass of tea, whatever the case may be. Hey, it's Match Coulter. The gang from Big Noon Sports is going to be, once again, at Innisfree. It's the Friday place to be. They have the lucky lunch, the meat 
and three. That's a meat and three, okay, for just $9.99. That's the student special. Come on by and enjoy that as we get ready for the game. Tomorrow afternoon, 3 o'clock in Atlanta. It's Alabama and Georgia. If you're not going, come on by in. It's free Saturday. Come on by tomorrow and watch the game with us. Watch the games tonight, critical games tonight. So it's Friday. It's the weekend. It's 25 years of great bar business right there in Tuscaloosa. Come and see us at Innisfree. It's the place to be. We're here from noon until 2. This is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. I'm the bridge in the new I live in yeah, well, you know, I think this is all about maximizing opportunity. Uh, I mean, I think it's important in games like this to be able to turn your passion into execution. Uh, you don't want to be so emotional. You can't make good choices and decisions. You can't play with discipline. You can't execute and do your job. But you got to have confidence. you got to believe in yourself so that you can go play your best. You're well prepared. You understand before you ever get there exactly what you have to do. And if our fans and the people out there can do anything to help us do that, that's what we need. That's exactly what we need. You know, these guys have worked hard all year. Um, you know, I told them on Monday, you got six days. We need six days right, for you to get through. Uh, don't think about how you feel because you're going to be able to recover for a couple weeks after that, regardless of what happens after this game. So we got to have six days because you got to prepare well because you're going to play like you practice. All right, so don't get into your how you feel. I right, get into what you want to accomplish and what you want to do. And I think that's what it takes in a game like this to be able to impose your will on a really, really good team. Uh, I believe in our guys. Uh, I, I have very proud of the progress that they've made and to create this opportunity for themselves and I'm excited about trying to do the best job I can do to help them have success in this game and I think that everybody that supports Alabama should do the same. That was Coach Saban last night at the uh, the SEC championship pre-game show I think we called it. Yeah. Basically an extension of the Hey Coach show. Yep. Um, that, that was Coach Saban after. It was a Hey Coach show. Yeah, it was basically the Hey Coach show. They, I, it was me first, and then then Lauren. Uh, gosh, man, I just should have had all this pulled up. I can't remember her last name, but um, she joined. And uh, she had some great questions. She did have some really good questions. As a matter of fact, well, while we talk about it real quick, I'll find all the details because I need to stop <laughs> being bad about this. But she had some good questions uh, that they got Coach Saban really cracking up, laughing, and. I think one was about this Italian show that they that him and Miss Terry watch. Everybody always asks about these shows that Coach Saban watches, which is is funny because I remember Lauren Sisler. Does that sound right? Lauren, yeah, Lauren Sisler. Sisler. Yeah. yeah, thank you. I'm so sorry, Lauren. Lauren Sisler. Her last name was was drawn a blank, but uh, I went on at 6:35, hung out with Eli for 20 minutes or so. Then Lauren Sisler went up there. Then Coach Saban joined her, and a uh, really good time last night at Baumhauer's. But uh, yeah, she she was asking about those shows, and um, it's just funny because I remember. I think it was my senior year. I was on the plane and I was like sitting right in front of him and I was watching. I, I'm the type, I just like finding random movies, but I always gravitate toward like war movies or like action stuff like that. And it was one of, I forgot what, what it was, man, but it was more like a Western thing, like Cowboys or something. And I was like into it. It was a really good movie. The next thing I know, like somebody taps me on my shoulder and I'm like, I turn around. I was like, Coach Dave. And he's like, what movie is that? And I was like, um, I don't know. <laughs> so I could pull it back. I go back to it. And I told him, and I was like, I don't know. It's good though. So I, he obviously is into that when he, when he gets a chance, but probably 95% of the time he is, uh, studying film. And that's, that was the other things she asked him, uh, she, uh, about basically Ginger Gilmore, who's, uh, on staff and been on staff for years and does such a phenomenal job with players. She, you know, uh, specialized in the, the behavioral health part, but I mean, she's almost like a mother figure to so many guys. I mean, even myself, when, when I'm up there, she takes such good, uh, care of the players. But, um, Lauren asked him basically about how he de-stresses and kind of how he finds time to kind of, you know, relax and, and stuff like that. And, and she asked if he does like facials or massages and he laughed it off. He's like, I definitely don't do any of that, but, um, just some really good stuff from last night. But with that being said, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm excited about this game. I, I think there's going to be a, a lot of stuff to look out for in this game. I think it's going to be a chess match, like my dad was saying, a lot of back and forth. 
Um, you know, my dad says numbers are for losers. I always just like throwing them out there because I think it, you know, it adds some substance. It gives the listener or the viewers kind of an idea on, on some things, just what these teams have done. They might not necessarily have the same eyes that we might have from our, you know, our playing days, but the numbers kind of can, can give you a little bit of a picture, just not a definite anything. But here are some numbers just to throw them out there. Total defense, Alabama's coming in at number 17. Georgia's coming in at number 9. So really close there. Two really good defenses that are about to face each other. Total offense, Georgia comes at number 6. Bam at number 48. You know, Georgia's got the edge there. But, again, don't the, – again, the, the only thing about numbers, you can't let it tell the whole picture, right? Bama's, you know, behind in that, that category, but they've been playing extremely well as of late. They've really figured themselves out. They've been doing uh, some things to, to make them a lot more balanced – um, both running the football and throwing the football. Uh, turnover margin, Bama's at plus seven. That was an area that Alabama struggled with, uh, the season prior. This season, they're at plus seven, which is really good. Uh, 20th in the country, uh, doing a nice job, man, really forcing tor- turnovers, being aggressive, right? Georgia, they're at, uh, at zero, meaning you know, that's their margin. They're sitting at zero. So, um, that's something to look out for. You know, I talked about the turnover battle. That'd be huge if Alabama can be aggressive attack the football, force some turnovers, and protect the football. That's going to give them a huge edge in this game. Russian defense, Georgia coming in at 117 yards per game. Bama allowing 128 yards per game. Uh, that's 26 and 33 nationally, uh, respectively. So very close there. Again, you see these teams do kind of mirror each other. Very sim- very similar in a lot of aspects. Passing defense, Georgia number 12, Alabama number 15, right? Another similarity. Uh, one big difference, so sacks allowed. Alabama's at uh, number 113 with 39. Georgia, I think, is at 10, number six in the country. So, again, that was another one of my keys, seeing if Chris Braswell, Justin Boyd, B. Dallas Turner, those guys can get after the quarterback, uh, something that not many teams have been able to do. The Georgia offensive line has done a really nice job uh, protecting the quarterback. But I'm telling you right now, if you can if you can affect the quarterback and, and you can disrupt him, I know Carson Beck is a really good football player, but I'm telling you he'll be a much different player when he's got pressure in his face. So that's something to look out for. And uh, last but not least, uh, rushing yards per game, Georgia's uh, 30th in the country with 185. Bama's right behind them, 44th with uh, 177 per game. And in sacks per game, Bama's got 36 uh, total, and uh, UGA's got 25. So, um, you know, Bama's number nine in the country. For, so, again, you know, you got a really good offensive line that's good in protection versus a really uh, stout and dominant front that likes to get after the quarterback. So that's something I'm going to be going to be looking out for. And I also throw these numbers out about Coach Saban in his tenure. Um, you know, he's, he's 7-0 at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, but uh, I think this includes LSU, but he's 10-1 in conference title games. So as an Alabama fan, you got to like that. Um, but real quick, man, uh, I know we're running low on time. And one thing I do want to highlight is, is Caleb Downs. Uh, I think he was uh, just named a finalist for, I think it's the Sean Alexander Freshman of the Year Award. But just a guy, man, that has blown – blown me away with with just his play i mean you you watch him and, and seeing him in the preseason as clear as day why everybody was talking about him you know i, I saw um uh, in practices and scrimmages how talented he was but you know did i ever guess that this true freshman uh would be leading the team in tackles with 95 total i mean he's got a forced fumble on the year fumble recovery two interceptions i mean this guy is arguably one of the best guys on this team as a true freshman uh, truly remarkable, and I think he, he'll have a big impact in this game. Uh, you talk about Brock Bowers, Lab McConkey. I mean, two really good weapons for Georgia. Um, definitely going to need some help from our secondary, but I, I like our chances. I like our odds. Kool-Aid McKinstry, uh, Terry on Arnold, who's been playing really good, right? Malachi Moore, guy who lines up at star. Definitely going to probably see him covering uh, uh, Bowers a good deal, right? Caleb Downs at that safety position. So it's going to be a good matchup, man. I'm really looking forward to it. I didn't. I guess I didn't ask you. Uh, did Did you have a score prediction for tomorrow? Mm. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I don't want to sound like everybody else, but I probably caught you off guard. You want to think about it no, for no, two no. minutes? No, 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 no. You're good. Um, I went thirty four, thirty one. I think Tommy at thirty one, twenty seven. We're all kind of in that range. I yeah, think it is going to reach the thirties. I, I agree. I, I think it's going to be in the thirties, and I think it's going to be kind of a tit for tat game. I wouldn't be surprised if it's back and forth most of the game. I feel like the defenses are going to hold up at some point, um, and I, I really do kind of see it being close towards the end. So I, I, I'd probably agree. I'd probably say I probably got Alabama winning by you know a field goal or a touchdown. So. Um, 
That's fair. So kind of like a late score to kind of yeah. seal the deal. Yeah, late score to seal the deal. Very or like getting game. a big stop or something. They they score with a few little little bit of time left, and then have to come right. up with a big stop. It, it's going to It's going to be back and forth, and the energy in there is going to be absolutely nuts. And it's just a matter of us kind of staying calm and doing what we need to do in the beginning. So I've got Alabama by you know field goal to a touchdown. Now the other way I do see it playing out is. You know, us having our foot on the gas and really just kind of, you know, exceeding expectations. Kind of like what happened. It was a 2021 last time we played a messy championship. Correct. A lot of people had doubted us going in that game and we Correct. ended up winning the game. I think 40 something to like 28. Let me pull it up. But Correct. so you think it might be an, I mean, if you look at, remember in that year also, Tom mm-hmm. Stipe, our producer for Crimson Sports Network, shout out to Tom, mentioned this. Um, there's a lot of similarities in that year and this year. Yep. Remember when we played Auburn on the road in 2021, it was a super close game, four overtime win yep. at Jordan Hare. We were, uh, you know, Georgia was favored by at least like a touchdown or so in the SEC championship game. Yep. However, Alabama went into the SEC championship game and ended up beating Georgia 41 to 24. Right. Uh, so you think it, it, it could be either that tit for tat close game or maybe, uh, reminiscent of that game where we kind of win by two scores. We're going to go, yeah, we're going to go get up early and, and, you know, kind of control the rest of the game. Well, so. I guess actually three scores in that game, but yeah, well, yeah, I, I mean, it's not out of the question. I mean, like, like you guys have said and everybody on here said, I mean, Georgia hasn't really been tested yet. Like they probably will be tomorrow, especially with us being, you know, ready to go. So. We'll see. We will see. And again, SEC Championship game takes place tomorrow in Atlanta starting at, let me see if I can find the time since I'm so bad at this. 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Thank you, Noah. Central time, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, sorry. I probably should know that. <laughs> SEC Championship game taking place tomorrow in Atlanta. Alabama taking on Georgia at 3 p.m. in the Mercedes-Benz Dome. We know how this this game has gone in the past, man. It's, it's typically a dogfight, so that's exactly, no pun intended, that's exactly what I'm expecting tomorrow. I'm excited. Uh, I can't say enough just about the progression of this team and, you know, how proud I am of them setting themselves up to be in this position. Uh, so regardless of the outcome... Nothing um, to hang your head about. Yeah, I, no, absolutely not, man. This team has been phenomenal this season, man. And uh big shout-out to the coaches as well for their ability to... Uh, develop and get guys in the right spots and, and to make the, the necessary progress. With that being said, we got to get out of here. I do want to kind of give a little hint. Can't say too much, but we might have some exciting news for you guys coming up next week. Uh, so stay tuned for that. We'll definitely probably have some more details later on in the week, but stay tuned because I think you guys might be excited. With that being said, you've been listening to the Miller's Edge presented by the Good Feet Store, America's Art Sport Experts, right here on Tide 100.9 and 1230 WTBC. We'll get out of here and let Big Noon Sports take over. Uh, Have a safe weekend, guys. Enjoy the SEC Championship game. You've been listening to the Miller's Edge, tackling sports daily.